Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson. That's Nathan Fox. Together, we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Anonymous. Says, hi, Nathan and Ben. I'm currently scheduled to take the October LSAT. By the way, that's coming up. Uh, October LSAT, October 14th and 15th. 2022. Yep. Prior to the August test, I had been averaging above a 175 with multiple scores of 180. But when I actually took it, I got awful test anxiety and absolutely froze on reading comprehension. I ended up with a 170. And since then, I have put a lot of work into reading comprehension on the demon. I hadn't had any help prior to my attempt besides the LSAT trainer and have found that your approach to reading comp is not only more accurate and faster than just scanning the passage and rushing to find answers, but also helps me feel more confident in my answers, <laughs> which no shit, because you are not going to feel confident in your answers if you're doing any kind of skim hunt for the answer type of a strategy. I don't know the LSAT trainer, but if that's the advice that they're giving, I mean, this correspondent could be confused, but if that's the advice that that book is giving, I would be deeply concerned. Yeah, I think this new approach uh, of actually reading it and actually understanding it will help me feel more in control and less anxious while taking the actual test. Thank you for all that you do, exclamation point. You're welcome, Anonymous. The problem is that I was really hoping to apply to law school in September. I have a 3.93 UGPA. So I felt that if I was able to score above a 175 like I had been on my practice tests, that I would be competitive for some of the top schools in the country. Now, however... At the earliest I will be able to apply is November 2nd, the day of the October LSAT score release, which, yeah, is coming up here. Um, if I do score in my target range, ideally a 177 or above, which should be possible considering my practice scores, does it make sense to apply in early November? I know it's best to apply in September, but I'm already in my second gap year out of college. If I were to hold off on applying until next year, I would basically spend the next year of my life just waiting to apply to law school and the year after that just waiting to go to law school. I would love to go travel around Europe or something, but I don't have that kind of money. Oh, it doesn't cost that much money, though. I will basically just be sitting on my ass, working a job I like but don't love, and waiting. I want to be as competitive an applicant as possible, but also don't want to waste the next two years of my life. What do you think I should do? Thank you, Anonymous. So there are some schools that don't consider applications or don't review them until January, right? A few? Yale? Just, no. Well, I mean, Yale it just opened. Okay. So they're open. I just don't think you can compromise being as competitive an applicant as possible with anything else. I think you need to be as competitive an applicant as possible. We just read on the Thinking LSAT podcast, we just read that email from Victor. You know, Victor applied on the first day with his 171 to the University of Texas and in a couple, um, and that's a top 14 school. And in a couple uh, weeks, he said he had gotten his, his uh, almost full ride scholarship offer. So the real problem here is that although some schools might not review applications until November, December, January, there are definitely going to be some schools you're applying to in the top 14 that will be. And you're putting yourself at a disadvantage there. And if you're getting less money there or whatever, then you're not going to be as competitive for the cycle. 
All this is speculative though, right? We need to get that score first. So maybe none of this is going to even matter. Maybe you take the October test, you don't get that 177, you get a 172, you know you're much better at the test than that, so you have to take it again in November or January or whatever, and none of this is going to matter. Yeah, it's totally true that Anonymous is crossing a bridge that he or she has not come to yet. And so, you know, you really should just be talking to us when that score comes back. But you're also just, you know, you're it's it's human nature, but you're thinking about sunk costs and that that is not um, helpful. Right. I mean, he's worried or he or she is worried about. I would be wasting the the next two years of my life. Well, you're already wasting the next one year of your life. So it's not two years that we're even talking about. What we're talking about is one more year. And let's let's question the assumption that it's being wasted. It's only wasted <laughs> if you don't use it. You're going to be living. You're either going to be living in law school or you're going to be living outside of law school. Time will pass regardless. There's this assumption here that Unless that time is being passed in law school, it somehow is not being used. What? Yeah, it's just that it's the hustle culture, you know? It's like fucking America with everybody <laughs> just like pursuing money and career at all costs and not not living their life. And Meet somebody. <laughs> they, yeah. They say, I would love to go travel around Europe or something, but I don't have that kind of money. There's lots of places where you can travel for cheap. If you're super cheap. Yeah. There's blogs dedicated to traveling with a backpack and figuring out how to make it work. Yeah. And and maybe you're not going to be, you know, doing that. Well, no, there's hostels in London. There's hostels in, in Paris. There's, there's places even in the big cities that you can go for cheap. And maybe you can change your job if, if you, but you like your job. Can you do it remote? That would be awesome. That right? would be awesome is to go digital nomad for a couple of years while you wait for your law school shit to be sorted out. But, you know, let's say you do get this 177 and you have the one, the 3.93 UGPA, which is great. I just, I don't want you to make your 177 slash 3.93 sad. And I think that's what you're going to do if you apply in the middle of the cycle instead of applying at the beginning of the cycle. I just see no reason why not to wait a few more months. You're making it out to be this huge thing of two years of my life and I'm wasting my life. But no, it's actually just waiting. By the time the November score comes out, you know, you're really only waiting until August of the next year. Because some applications do open in August. So you're talking about waiting nine months to apply. You're also putting pressure on yourself to really knock it out of the park in October. And so that decreases your likelihood of even doing that. This plan is, is bad for your October score. Yes. To be clear, you should be planning on taking the October test and the November test and then applying next cycle. Email daily at lsatdemon.com. If you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 